streaming. Yes, I do. Hello and welcome to the Houston Sabercats at the San Diego Le- Legion. Le- oh, Jeremy, just too many words. Why can't they just have simple one-name teams like we have down in New Zealand? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, We're up right. in England, wa- wasps and uh, such. Yeah, bath, bath and wasps. Right. <laughs> Reds, reds, blues. Well, I think the Reds and the Blues are the most boring names we have around. But anyway. Um, yeah, no, good, no doubt. <laughs> As you can see, not to mention the standard, not to mention the standard on the field, but you know, we'll, we're not talking about super rugby right now. Not this evening, no. Although that, that, I'll tell you, that game we're about to talk about was about as close to a super game as you'll ever see in the United States, right? The, just the style and everything, throwing the ball around, the excitement back and forth, fantastic. And it all came down to a final second try as well to win the game, thirty-five, um, thirty-two to uh, San Diego. Um, and I'm going to brag a bit here. I, I actually predicted San Diego by three. And I nailed nice. it. Nice. <laughs> anyway, Very nice. Hello, everyone. I'm Paul, the guy behind Driving Mall. Uh, your best place for t- uh, Twitter predictions um, and um, rugby predictions and opinion. Um, and joining me this evening is none other. The great USA Eagle himself is uh, Tony Riddle. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. Absolutely great. What a, you know. If you're an American watching rugby and you just get off a TV, yeah, Friday night TV and watch that type of game, you got you know, and you don't have a smile on your face, you you need to wake up. It's pretty amazing, pretty amazing. You do, and I think um, we. I was a bit surprised. I had a quick look at the old uh, at some. Um, uh, what one of the graphics of the teams that showed me how many internationals are in these are in these get um, right. these teams. Yeah, they, they are. Sure. We've got some pretty um, serious players in San Diego. Um, Starting number, so they're two, four, eight, nine, eleven, fourteen, fifteen. Were all USA Eagles? Um, right. On the bench, they had a further six internationals. That's some crazy right. amount of talent that they, there is in this in, in, in Major League Rugby. Well, you know, you, you, you could you could you could t- maybe t- total up the number of caps there, and maybe you've got some inexperienced players that have played overseas. But clearly, every player has shown the capacity to be able to play at that level. Once again, this is week three now. I think you could see improvement in that San Diego team exponentially over what Seattle beat in the first week, particularly in the front, particularly up front. You know, the forwards really picked it up. And and uh, as Houston was beating them down there from the 70th minute to the 80th minute, for San Diego to come back and their forwards to power over, you know, phase after phase after phase for that final try was was pretty remarkable. And that's a Oh, just great job to Hoadley and the other guys for the on the coaching on that team. I mean, they're definitely improving. So the whole league's going to improve, and each player who may or not may or may not be an international, their standards are going to improve dramatically. So uh, again, uh, we're going to see a lot of internationals come from this league. No question. No question. Um, absolutely, and that was one of your talking points last week. Was um, yeah, which surprise yeah. players are going to come through uh, and uh, yeah. um, to represent uh, the the. The USA Eagles, um, but for two teams that are um, that have a reputation for running rugby, it was a bit of a kicking duel early doors, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. But but you know, it was, it was pretty wide open, no doubt. Um, you know, the, the uh, San Diego definitely favors their backs. You know, and there's good reason for that. Uh, JP Duplessis in the first few minutes with that brilliant move to set up that try. Uh, you know. <laughs> Reminds me of, of an older Carrel Duplessis, but, uh, but, and I, who knows if they're related, but, uh, 
if you got the name of Duplessis and you're South African, you probably got some rugby blood in you. Well, yeah, very true. Um, but they weren't um, the, the the side to first. Um, and, I, and actually, before we get it, I thought it was we, we we had two different styles of kicking as well. Houston were trying to kick to make it bounce and go out and try and pin back um, San Diego, whereas San Diego were very much more trying to keep the ball in play uh, and more contestable kicks um, early doors. So it's interesting, even when there was a kicking duel going on, there were different styles sure. uh, at play. Uh, that's there, right. Which is surprising. That's right, and I'd say that's just yep, that's just based on the style of the of the forwards, right? I mean, the, you know, you would think looking into that game based on the past two games, and now after three games, we're starting to be able to make some assessments and maybe make some more accurate predictions uh, than uh, that we have in the past. You know, I'm I'm zero two this week. My good friend Grant Cole, the rugby evangelist, is zero two this week. Uh, he was on last week, of course. I had to had to bust him here, but. Um, well, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm one of yeah, uh, so, yeah. the. You, you, there you go. Well, you would say that you know you would say that the Houston Houston forwards probably should have could have dominated that game, and it didn't necessarily work out that way. But certainly the way they were kicking, you know, Houston was kicking to keep the ball in the forwards, uh, San Diego much sort much more so to keep the ball in the open play, which would favor them. Yep, and the uh, Houston got the opening try. Uh, a bit of chat on Facebook. And, and also for myself, I thought that was a bit of a double movement, personally. I thought he was tackled and then sort of moved again, but the referee didn't see it that way. As a, as, as a, as a former player, I've sworn never to talk about referee decisions. So uh, <laughs> I, 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 I couldn't get, you know, on our TV, we could just, I just couldn't get a good view of it to tell. You know, they just didn't have a good camera angle um, uh, uh, for me uh, on CBS up here. I'm not sure if we get the same feed. Did you get the same feed with Dallin and, uh, and Brian Hightower? Yeah, Stacy. Yep. Yeah, good, good. They did a good job today. They did a really good job. All they, three they, of them. They did a job. Really and, good job. Um, they know they, they, they're getting to know their audience as well, uh, and their yep, explanations absolutely. around what was going on, which was very made, made it very ni- yep. nice and clear. Um, but one of the yeah, but definitely one of the players of this game, um, Colly. Uh, Colleen Sal, Sal? Oh, I'm, dear, I'm awful. I'm not sorry. even going to. Um, I'm not even going to start, mate. I'm not even. Colleen so, Sal. That sounds right. Good. Um, he powered over for this one. So yeah, it was funny seeing a sort of a, a, a thirteen and outside back um, doing very much scoring a kind of a forwards try yeah. there. Right. Um, but he was definitely one of the players of this game. Uh, I mean, the um, Fijian sevens player, the only person in the Phenomenal. world to have a seven dollar to have a to be on a seven dollar. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and if you will, and if you will, if you will, in the seventy eighth minute, he's lucky he's not going to miss the next three games. If you noticed his. His little forearm to the uh, to the uh, to the player going for the ball there. I, I don't. It was right in front of the referee. I'm really surprised uh, he he didn't get a lashing for that one. At least a card. A different Houston player got sent off at that time, which was strange. I thought. Well, yes. Yeah, so the at that stage, the but the other card there was for for repeat offence. That 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 was that was a team card. It was right, just just right. whoever whoever happened to make the 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 offence at that point was right. going to get the card right. really, rather than it being right. him. Being a particularly naughty boy, yeah, um, <laughs> as, it, as, it, as it were. Um, the and I thought that San Diego were, were asking themselves, and not just here, but also later on, uh, to for a bit of trouble here because they weren't getting under the ball; they were letting it bounce um, quite a bit, um, especially on um, Matthias's side of, of the pitch. I right. thought defensively he right. was a little bit suspect today with his positioning. Right, you know. I, <laughs> 
as a pretty avid uh, spectator of, 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 of rugby in America and, and really excited about what's happened with the pro, pro scene, you know, when, you're, when we're talking about the quality of the play, I think today, you know, the place where we were substandard, where the game was substandard, I, I think, today, uh, was in the, it was in the first line tackling, particularly in the first half. Uh, you know, so a lot of for a lot of breaks that may may or may not should have ha- should have happened. Uh, I thought the kicking game is as you said. I thought the kicking game, as you said, you know, letting balls bounce like that, competing for the ball. Uh, you know, other you know international teams, international players coming into play in this in this community will will uh, will do those things. Um, but the uh, but the level of competitiveness of the game was absolutely marvelous, and and the. The, con- the contest at the ruck and just the, some of the skills shown by the individual players was 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 awesome. Oh no, I think I just um, I don't think I think he was. In, I, I, I'm not saying that all of them were. I just think he, I think he got himself out of position a yeah. few times. And I think that oh, works, absolutely. Yeah. That, you, that you've absolutely. got some. Um, yeah. Uh, and yeah. that that uh, Sam Windsor did a good yeah. job on the other side of spotting that. Yeah. Uh, and taking advantage of it. Um, yeah. And the. And in that kicking game, it was actually it was quite pretty impressive considering how many kicks there were in that first ten minutes. That it took ten minutes for a forward to get lazy and be offside. Um, right, <laughs> exactly. exactly. No, it was nice. I mean, the first first three minutes of the game, there wasn't a whistle. It's just great, really great stuff. Three, four minutes. And that was that was going to come and hurt, come and haunt um, San Diego in this one. Was their discipline um, and right. and wins and wins his kicking. He kicked. He got that try then. And I was thinking, oh dear, I mean, my my prediction's in trouble here. Um, in the first quarter now because Houston had scored all the points, looked to be kind of in control of things. Um, and then, as you say, uh, JP Deplu, um, De, oh, dear me, um, made a great break off a stolen line out um, and uh, went pretty much the length of the pitch. They then, um, good support, and uh, Salabar um, goes over uh, for his first of three tries. Right. First of three tries, and that third try, the third of his tries, I, I thought, you know, people gallivanting all over the field. I mean, that, that ball must have traveled 120, 130, 140 meters, right, back and forth. Uh, what a try that was. I mean, Excalibur, <laughs> that was quite a first half for that young man. What a nice player. Nice player. And I, I think he's going to learn an awful lot uh, standing outside of um, the play because, yeah, it's, uh, he's been given opportunities, he's, he's, um, but, and then he's... They're not being, he's not getting these tries handled on a platter. He's having to still get through several players, but it's nice to have a quality player to yeah. be outside of, um, and to be given Absolutely. To, to get these opportunities. Um, well, and also, you know, look at the, look at the wingers he's distributing to as well. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's a pretty nice situation for him. Well, Soccer, having, having and, a, yeah, having a, um, an all Eagles back three isn't, is, uh, is definitely yeah. going to, going to help you. Um, I mean, players like Nuanga, um, are, are players that, uh, that I, I listen to the, the American rugby podcast. Um, the uh, red, white, and black eye, and these these are names that they've been talking right. about for the last couple of years. And he's like, it's sure. great to now actually see them uh, see them playing. Sure, now. Um, sure. People like him, uh, people like Cam Dolan. Um, these 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 are names yeah. that they that they have been evangelising for for quite some time. Yeah. And Absolutely. yeah, it's it's great to great great to see them doing it. Um, as you say, in that in that front that first half. Um, Perhaps some line breaks we shouldn't have got, and the second try was was essentially that the the, the Houston nine got himself isolated, and brushed off, yep. and uh, yep, nines. Um, to, 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 uh, talking to all you nines out there, don't get in the defensive line. You're the sweeper. 
push up, push up <laughs> a big guy in that place. You're supposed to be catching the little ships through. Um, and here was a prime example of where he got, yeah, someone spotted a good mismatch. Um, and that's what good players do. They play what's in front of them, um, go through the hole. Absolutely. And uh, it was another, another try. Paul, there was, some, there was some stuff on social media this week about the uh, level of the service by our nines in this league. Do you have any comments on that as a, as a grizzly old New Zealander who's been watching a lot of rugby his whole life? Well, I'm English, but um, we'll... We'll, 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 uh, we'll, um, well, you're down in New the, Zealand. I'm down anyway. in New Zealand, yes, I am. Um, there was definitely some mixed, uh, mixed service tonight, and, um, but some of the times that was because... Just in general, though. Um, the... Um, some of that's because the, the, the if, if you're in a, a uh, if you're kind of caught by a scrum, scrum pushed on getting pushed into you, and I think their sort of off balance passing is what really kind of lets them down. Um, if you, if they get set, that. it's all good. But when they're off balance or they're being rushed, yeah, the, that's that, that that's where you kind of see the pressure and where and where the real skills sh- um, show out. That's right, and, and and a lot of times they're a lot of times because of the, oh, shall we say, the quality of the ruck itself. You know some some bodies flying maybe where they shouldn't a lot of scrum, a lot of nines are having to you know reach in a little more often than they probably like to you know in the open field of the play to get some quick ball moving so but i think again the you know the i i know every single coaching staff is is looking to play on the front foot and move the ball for move the ball quickly from the base scrum uh to move the ball through the backs not to kick the ball so so uh you know th- this is just going to get better and better as the forwards work you know communicate better and become better as units yeah and when i said when, when I said the, 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 there was a bit of kicking early doors um it was because they wanted to play in the right part of the pitch you don't want to play out your own 22 um and it was feeling uh, each other out it wasn't yeah it wasn't negative kicking um per se i don't think really in in this um but um the they then it, it was here that, that we kind of saw then that the the, the san diego discipline letting them down um they managed to um, stop a great break by um, uh, Kalian again, Kalisan again, um, but were caught offside <laughs> with a penalty. Um, and um, the and I think Matthias, um, actually, we've talked about him already. Um, the and then they got front foot ball in in the um, on the right hand side. And managed to spread it all the way to the left, and, and that's another good thing about this, this, this game. We've seen both sides really stretch the play. Um, we've oh, seen some, beautiful! We've seen Absolutely. some lovely, beautiful long um, mishap passes. Yeah. We've seen other situations where they've got front football on one side of the pitch and then use that to get it and know that there'll be space on the other side of the pitch. So they pass it through their hands, and I thought that was a good a good sign from both these sides. They both were were happy to use the full width of the pitch. Yep. Um, yep. And the. Um, and whilst I've, I've had a go at Matthias, he did get that great, great, great break down the blind side from the scrum, Whoa. which gave that one point. Which meant that um, San Diego went in with a one-point lead at half-time. Uh, but it was even at that stage, you could see this was a tries or the occasional try, and then Houston clawing their way back up with penalties. Right. Uh, and keeping the scoreboard ticking over. Um, I, I, to next next game, I'm going to keep a separate sheet of paper. I'm going to do myself some stats as to how many penalties each side gives up, because that was a big part of this game. It's interesting though, the key lineouts at the end, right? You know, number, you know, Hooker that uh, that lineout throw now is so important, right? When you know you're you, you try and pin down, you know, let's say you get a penalty, 
40, 50, 60 meters out. You can't kick for goal necessarily. You need to score a try. So you're going to try and put it down, line out inside the 10 meters, but maybe by the 5-meter line. That throw becomes so important, and I think we've seen a few hookers kind of melt under that pressure. But these guys will get better and better and better so that when they're, you know, when the two or three Two or three of these guys, you know, get picked to play in the World Cup next year. They're gonna they're gonna nail those throws during that pool round. So you yeah, can see where I'm from with the league. <laughs> I think, I think, I think the, the, the set piece came in and was and was a bigger part in that second half um, because we yeah, the um, Houston got the got, got got the upper hand in the scrum and that gave them the penalties that kept them in this game. Whereas San Diego um, got the upper hand in the line out, which meant if it wasn't a right. kickable penalty, Houston. Um, would kick for kick for the sideline and lose the ball, um, unfortunately. Right. And they so they couldn't really take full advantage of of their dom- dominance uh, on the on the penalty count because they couldn't hold on to their own ball. I think that's been right. and that that was a, that was a real problem for them. Uh, as soon as they got into the um, uh, the, the legions half, they they it, it was good to go from their own side. They just couldn't exit, or if they did exit, it was always giving the right. ball away. Right. Again, though, the ball was in the 22s a lot, you know, a little bit of ping pong sometimes, but a lot of a lot of moving back and forth. And then, you know, quite frankly, again, it's not, uh, you know, the quality of the rugby is not a Viva Premiership, you know, and, and, and the ball goes to ground sort of when it when you'd like it not to, uh, you know, it's seventh or eighth phase. You're moving the ball up the field. The last the last pass is dropped. And we saw that a few times today, you know, and you could see the frustration on the players faces. Um, but again, these players—it's going to get better and better. The quality. No, absolutely, and that's that's what I think. That's where the, the the big difference I've seen between this this rugby and, and watching sort of Super Rugby and the uh, and European rugby is is that ability to go through the phases. Um, yeah. These the, yeah. the, the, the science, polish. The science here will it will break down after, as you say, five or six phases normally. Right. Um, we had a couple of breaks. We had. Um, um, Colisau in the first half. Um, I can't remember which one it was in the second half. There were, I think there were two, two other tries in the second half where there were breaks that got knocked on by, by both sides. Right, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, they were definitely. But let, you know, we, we're, we're talking about the, you know, you're just talking about the the forwards will be able to go through the phases. You know, I took real note. You know, with San Diego being down four points, needing the try, in you know after the 80th minute and keeping that ball for. You know, from, from maybe the 78th, 79th minute to the 83rd minute, I think it ended, you know, three, four, five minutes inside the, the 22 of, of the Sabercats. I thought that showed great discipline by the San Diego Legion. And, and, you know, I didn't have the highest expectations having seen them of their forwards, having seen them play in San Diego to, in uh, Seattle two weeks ago. Yeah. That, so that, I, that I was... thought it was really commendable that, you know, I thought it was really commendable in the first real pressure situation, you know, the games on the line. You're going to win or you lose on this possession, and they won. It's tremendous, absolutely, absolutely tremendous. You got to be happy if you're a San Diego forward tonight. That was and that, that was their best um, probably period of play, actually, or the longest period of play. They kept hold of the ball. Yeah, I yeah. think the, San, uh, the 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 Houston were were getting a bit desperate at that stage because they they, they gave away yeah. two or three penalties, which meant that yes. um, which gave the Legion the freedom to the, be under penalty advantage. Um, and to try some things, I thought they actually went through the phases a bit too much. I, I would have liked to have seen a crossfield kick or something that was a fifty-fifty attempt towards a, towards actually scoring, because you know it's going to come back to you. Um, 
right. when you're under advantage. And I think perhaps the yeah, that's another one of those ones where um, someone like Ben Seema, I think it was, who'd come on, needed to grab that opportunity right. and say, right, guys, we're going to have a go at something special here um, because I've got I've got the guys there. That ben did a great job. Ben Ben did a great job leading up to that try, taking that ball into the. Uh, uh, over the right side, getting into the, getting stuck into the forwards, moving the ball through three or four forwards, and then putting the ball down quickly for some quick ball. Seema did a nice job. I, I think, I think one of the one of the things I've seen in this league is, you know, the 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 guy, the no, the names, the guys that we know, you know, Cam Dolans, Trovilles. Um, Seema had a, had a tough game up in Seattle, you know, and I think that's why he's coming off the bench now. But he'll be he'll come back. You know, a number of the a number of the the the, the Better-known Eagles players, Augsburgers had, had had a couple of great games and, and certainly made his impact known last week uh, when he came back and captained the team. Totally different Legion team, so so good on them, you know, good on them. The Eagles are stepping up too, and and they're being forced to uh, they're for, being forced to show their position as any good player should. So it's great. Yep, um, and talking about good players because the, the other thing that happened um, that I thought was was a moment of genius, um, Colisau. Noticed that they that the one scrum they hadn't won, um, the ball came back, so they didn't get the penalty opportunity they were expecting to at around about that 74, 73rd minute. Comes in, Colisano, right, we've got a one-point lead. If I knock over a drop goal here, that takes it out of four. It means that they can't get right. penalties to win the game. Um, great call. Uh, and uh, were you expect were you expecting that? I wasn't expecting that. Were you expecting no, that? Absolutely not. I was, no, I, mean, I was very yeah, surprised. It was yeah. a, it was a what I say a lovely lovely moment of of uh, absolutely um, from him there. Yeah, definitely, definitely, and, and a smart play put him put him out of penalty range. You know, you would think they won the game, and it just sort of set up a magical ending for for San Diego. Yep, you know, which was the, the their their try was the eighth lead change of the game. You don't see many games with eight lead changes. The um oh wow it's <laughs> loving the stats. Um, I missed that <laughs> I missed that one. Wow, eight lead changes. That's um, yeah. Which shows, yeah, this was. I started. I started counting. I started counting after four, <laughs> <laughs> and it turned out to be a good thing. And that's, as you say, that, that's that was some of the things we talked about earlier. Was that San Diego would score a try, Houston would knock yeah. over three penalties to get to to claw themselves back up again. San Diego would score another try. They'd knock over a few more penalties, and at the end of this, it was San Diego scored four tries. Uh, sorry, five converted tries, and that's where all their points came from. Houston, yeah. two converted tries, five penalties, and a drop goal. Uh, which gives you a, a, a good indication as to, the, as you say, the, the, the contrast again of the two sides: one that could milk and get, get those penalties, penalties over, and one that um, was not really getting penalties in the right part of the pitch. Uh, and you've right. got to, you've got to right. uh, applaud Houston's um, uh, discipline. Uh, I think that was that was very good. They were they were uh, apart from that last four minutes, um, they really weren't giving up penalties in their own half. Right. And that was yeah, it was good. Good. Um, those are things that they can. Those are the positives they can take out of the game, uh, even if they're not definitely they can't take the win. Definitely. So, uh, player of the match for you? <laughs> or players, well, it's hard. Or, 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 or it's players hard. that impressed? Yeah, it's hard to take away a hat trick, you know, as as uh, as as man of the match. Um, so you know, Sal- Salaber, I think you know with the hat trick deserves that for sure and and uh, he made a lot of energy on his own but I think that whole you know San Diego that was just a team win for San Diego today they really you know I was going to say a bad word but they they really stepped up (laughs) they really stepped up 
to play. Yeah, it played a played it played a really nice game and, and really polished at the end. You know, the, I was I'm looking at this game not only you know I'm not, I'm watching the game not only for the, for what's going on on the field. I'm watching it as an event for what you know a new possible American rugby audience might watch. And, uh, and and might want to see and kind of having an idea a little bit about the game, what, what, what I would critique. And, you know, the game was a little bit slow for the first 20 minutes, you know, a little bit sloppy. But the last 20 minutes of the game, last 30 minutes of the game, the speed and the pace, you know, sure, there were a few knock-ons we shouldn't have, but the average American spectator, the new spectator, isn't going to notice that. They're going to think that's a heck of an exciting game. And uh, so, so as far as the presentation went, I thought it was great. I think, you know, you... <laughs> You can't tell if the cameras are so focused closely on the players, you know, they're, because they, they don't want to show the crowd too much. You know, and that's a, what a bunch of us were saying today. The crowd was very disappointing, and I think I think as an event to grow rugby in this country, to grow this professional league, which is very important to many of us here. Um, you know, I, I think a start like last night for the Austin game at eight o'clock local time. Uh, 20, 20 miles outside of Austin on a Thursday night is a difficult ask to get spectators out because a lot of people want to bring their kids. At 8 o'clock on a Thursday night, you can't do it. Just like tonight, starting at 5 o'clock or 5.30 on a work day, on a Friday afternoon in San Diego, that's a tough ask to get people to get out of work, do their kids, come whatever, and then and then come to a rugby game. Now, I think that, that all of the start times must be dictated by... Um, by the TV, you'd, ha you'd have to imagine that. So there's definitely a catch-22 here, and you know the TV is going to win in, in when we have the time. But I think we've had two missed opportunities this week, just this week alone, in terms of really showing the rest of America on TV that there's going to be four or five thousand people at these games. And um, and I think it was just a slight missed opportunity tonight. But what, what a game! You know, it's just just fantastic. You know, I'm I, I'm going to speak with someone with some very high standards for what. We really want to see here, and and now uh, being a proud fan of the Seattle SeaWolves, and here it is right here. Uh, you know that the, what they're building is is pretty phenomenal up there. You know, so we've had five thousand in each game, every game sold out, and as a you know, just as a matter of of course, I got a call today by the staff of the Seattle SeaWolves asking me for my customer feedback as a season ticket holder, and they're going to call in the next two or three days every one of the eighteen hundred season ticket holders. And have a dialogue about their customer experience. And these guys, these these are professionals running professional rugby in the United States, and it's fantastic. And we're just going to learn. So I guess I shouldn't be so critical, but I'm I'm really disappointed at the missed opportunities, both last night from the crowd perspective, and also tonight for you know tonight from the crowd perspective, just based on the time of the game. And of course, that's going to be media driven. So it's a total catch twenty two. It is, but I mean, a five, as you say, a five thirty kickoff weekday nights is impossible for most people to get to. The, impossible. I, here here I am. I'm, I'm, I'm sat in New Zealand. It's twelve thirty on a twelve, just after lunchtime on a on a Saturday. I'm thinking this is a great time, yeah. and then and not, it doesn't. doesn't and then you're like, oh, why aren't people turning yeah. up? And then you then, yeah. then you kind of realize, oh, yeah. actually, yeah, it's it's straight after work. Most people are still on the train right. or whatever, right. um, or stuck right. in traffic. Right. That's why they're not there. Right. Um, there was some right. talk uh, I saw on Facebook that uh, I think they have beer gardens at um, uh, in, in the, at the San Diego ground. So a number of so whilst you get those people. Well, I will tell you. Well. I, I will tell you, having having watched a few games at Torero Stadium myself, the beer gardens up there are uh, compelling. They're compelling. You know, they're they're 
Unfortunately, they're very poorly situated because they're behind the track, so you can't really see the field from the beer gardens, particularly the main one. So there might have been a bunch of people up there. So they're going to figure all that out. Maybe they, you know, maybe if they're going to have a beer guard, maybe they move that so that it can at least show spectators watching the game or something. Who knows? Yeah, because I think we're starting to see maybe a bit of a, a um, also the the, the regionalisation. Because I, I don't think um, up in well, they got beer tents up in Seattle, right. but there's not a, there's not kind of like a beer garden. So maybe the oh, there mostly region- is. I beg okay. your I beg your pardon. You see, you see at the top of the big stands. Uh, in Seattle, at top of the big stands in Seattle, you can actually buy beer on both sides. You can buy beer at the five meter line uh, of, of both teams, uh, above the big stand on the on the flat little patio that's up there. So you can actually go up there and and uh, have a beer and uh, and watch the game at the same time. So, but, but for me, a pretty cool setup is, is an area where you've got a, you've got a, you've, you've got a bar and you've got a bunch of tables. Now, maybe I'm maybe I'm um, maybe I'm judging it wrong, but. Um, well, you know, it just kind of depends what your your expectation is. We're just pretty fired up to be able to sit down undercover, you know, here. So <laughs> we're doing okay. And they have, a, you have six food trucks as opposed to, you know, mom making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So we're pretty psyched here. Come on. No, you got to say, um, as you say, Seattle are doing – this isn't just oh. a professional league with players. It's a professional league. Um, off, off it. Seattle done a very good job of, of changing things within a week of their first two games uh, to improve the situation, and now they're now they're talk calling everybody. Um, one of the other um, franchises or teams, I can't remember which um, which uh, which one it was, had a, gave out a similar list of things like, "Here's the things we need to improve after our first game." Thank you for letting us know. Some of it will happen this week, some of it won't, um, but it'll, it will come. Uh, and it's good to see that communication happening um, and the, taking it seriously off the pitch. As well as on the pitch, um, which we which we haven't seen, which which was a big failing of pro rugby, which didn't take it seriously off the pitch. It only took it. Um, we only had serious people on the pitch, so uh, it's, it's good to see that kind of thing. Yep. So anyway, um, back to some of the players. Um, I thought Deplise. We talked about him. He had a good game. Um, the uh, the again uh, is someone that um, again the rugby podcast guys talk about. So I think um, Alex Elkins had a good game, keeping him under control. Yeah, um, I, I like Pat Blair. I like Pat Blair too. He came on with a, a lot of nice energy for San Diego. Yep. Um, you know, nice player from up here in Washington State. Played at Central Washington and has a nice career ahead of him. I think he's been capped once. He's played in some sevens tournaments. Uh, it was nice to see uh, Al Jabori on the field at, uh, wearing number twenty, just getting back from the Singapore sevens. You know, so we've got some real, we've got some real quality out there on the on the field. Matas had a nice game. He showed, you know, showed up nicely. Salaber, of course. Uh, you got to say that um, Orsley's and Windsor's kicking both sides. We only, I think, we only had like one missed kick all game. So again, the kicking is top notch from from those two. Um, or, or, Orsley for the um, uh, for San Diego and uh, Windsor um, for Sabercats um, stood out. And um, yeah, those are the, those are the kind of players that uh, that I kind of noticed uh, during the game mainly. Um, more of a back score. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> I'm kind of a forward if you haven't noticed. But, uh, I think the kicking throughout the entire league has been top flight. You know, the league does not want for kickers at all. Doesn't want for kickers at all. Really nice stuff. Cool. Um, I got through most of my stuff. Actually, there was one bit that actually surprised me um, in this. I'm going to get kind of hyper technical now, but um, yeah. the we saw. That um, obviously the, the San Diego's uh, defensive lineout was fantastic. They were stealing um, Houston's yeah. ball. 
I was amazed yep. to spot um, Sam Windsor being hidden on defence in the hooker position, um, defending the blind side uh, of, of of the scrum. Oh, sorry, of, of the um, of the lineout. You're like, there's a fair chance here you're going to win this lineout against the head. I want right. you in midfield as first receiver right. because you can trigger something. Yep. Yep. If you're stuck, yeah, yeah, fair enough. In that position, fair enough. And uh, yeah, I'd have uh, that was deep into the second half, so I'd, I'd have yeah, I'd yeah, wanted to make a change there that actually. Be more offensive on your defence um, on that one, but that was yeah. I'm sorry, getting a bit hyper technical there. Um, cool, that's me done. Uh, any any final Someone comments? Someone wore the tight shorts. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good. Uh, pretty pretty good assessment of where you want your hooker, man. No, no doubt. <laughs> I'm sitting here in awe, just like wow. I never thought of that. The um, well, no, you, you, you don't want your, you don't want your fly half. You don't want your fly half. In no, of course, that of five course. Like, oh, Absolutely, no, of course, absolutely. Uh, cool. Anyway, uh, that was my final point. Uh, anything? Any any final points from yourself? No, just you know, we're really excited about this thing here. You know, kind of disappointed to have a bye week. You know, we don't have anything to do here in Seattle this weekend, but but uh, it's still you know great to be able to watch it on TV. And thanks to ESPN Plus and CBS and Root Sports and all the other affiliates that are showing the games and and you know. My season tickets at the Seattle Stadium are surrounded by people that aren't really rugby people that just wanted to come and support a new professional team or, you know, they heard about it once or they worked with a player and, you know, they all have season tickets now. We're all looking forward to seeing each other in a couple of weeks. So, uh, and, and, uh, we're also looking to create some, some fan traveling stuff for Seattle. So really, uh, you know, really create some good things in terms of the, uh, the experience and the atmosphere and, you know, just delighted to be up here in Seattle for sure. Well, that was a great game tonight. That was by far and away the best game of the, the most competitive, most compelling game of the year by far. We'll be lucky to get another one, really. Oh, that was, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that one. Absolutely. But you've got to remember, this is, week, this is um, season one. Next season, we grow to at least 10 teams. Oh, and once it's an even number, you don't have to have bye weeks. Then, you, then, you, then you're good. That's so. right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. No, and maybe they have um, some conferences, you know. And maybe, maybe what they'll do is you play, you know, if you had 10 teams, you could have two five-team conferences. Oh, 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 oh you're, you're heading down a whole rabbit hole with this one. No, this is, each plays a home and home, and then they play one time against the other conference. You could have 12 games. It'd be amazing. Anyway, that's just, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, thanks for taking interest in rugby in America, man. It's 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 pretty cool. Thanks. That's Thank great. you very, no, much. very much. Thank you very much for joining me. We're um, excited. Obviously, yeah. uh, the, um, you can see uh, Tony's uh, Twitter handle is uh, just belief is, is, is face there. So do uh, get in touch with him there. He's also got a, a, um, a blog where he writes about, a lot about the um, uh, American rugby. So do, <laughs> do check all that out. Talk um, about talk about a subject. Talk about a subject for another show. <laughs> what did I write about? We could do a series of shows on yeah. uh, American rugby administration yeah. if we wanted to. Yes, um, we and, could. And maybe we will do it at some point. Um, anyway. Um, at Driving Wall, that's my Twitter handle. Thank you very much. Yeah. And uh, Tony and I will be back um, Good to see tomorrow. you. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Good to see you. Bye-bye. Good Cheers. Good night.